Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! Hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and I immediately was given this topic by Chelsea and went completely sexual with it and started Googling... Why do people cut their dicks off for sexual reasons? Hi, and I'm Chelsea. I am the shitty backhanded compliment that Noelle gave me about my outfit today. It wasn't backhanded. I genuinely <laughs> said I look comfortable. <laughs> that is fucked so, up. You want to know something great? So there's the only true backhanded compliment I'll ever give about fashion. And like, if I ever say this about, you know, it means I hate your outfit, but I appreciate your confidence in it. Is if I say you look bohemian today, like someone wearing bell sleeves or a lot of fringe on a jacket mm. in like linens and light shades. I'm like, well, you look bohemian today is typically how that would come out of my mouth and that means um i'm not loving what you're doing but i appreciate the confidence because i know it takes a lot to walk out in bell bottoms and bell sleeves in 2019 that's fair you on the other hand are wearing like prime an amy coming special of flannel pajama bottoms and a crew neck sweater and uggs and uggs slippers on a psl um working from home has really opened up my fashion sense in the uh, aspect that uh, I don't care. But I did put my eyebrows on before I came over. I appreciate that. Seeing as this is a podcast with completely no <laughs> visuals. <laughs> you know, people have been like, you guys should uh, record these like, and put them on YouTube. And I'm like, I hope you mean with like a lava lamp and then the audio over that video because I'm not filming my fucking face. Yeah, no. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but... They said, yeah, they kind of suggested the same thing. Like, oh, you should be a girl on the internet who reviews comic books. I was like, I will get lit on fire, motherfucker. I would rather light myself on fire than do that. Like, I've said it a million times in personal conversation. I'm not sure if I've ever said it here, but like, I can't afford to wear makeup every day for people. Like, that ain't it. Like, that ain't me. Like, that's yeah. that's a 19-year-old's problem, not mine. Um, you know, because... I use expensive foundation and powder and I can only afford that not even once a year, like negative once a year. So I make that shit last, dude, like yeah. all year long. Like I think one time I went to work with makeup on cause I had like an appointment afterwards with my gynecologist or something. Cause you know, like gotta look good for them. Um, and everyone at work was like, Oh my gosh, like, what are you, you look great. What are you doing? And I'm like, I literally just put concealer on. Everyone, please calm the fuck down. But that's the expectation now. Yeah. Now when you do the bare minimum, it's like you're really showing it all out. Oh, I Da Vinci these eyebrows across the canvas that is my forehead every day. And I think that if people genuinely saw me without my eyebrows, they would be gooped. It would just, it would, mm -hmm. uh, I think hell would freeze over and like, goats would plummet off of mountains into the ocean That's and fair. mothers would like slit their baby's throats. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you are naturally blonde so you have no eyebrows. And they never regrew from the 2000s. None of us fucking did, campaign. No one. We all, they never came back. They, it's like they went to war in Vietnam. Like maybe the shell of them was here still but like truly the essence yeah. of that is not here anymore. Like they're haunting my face and there's just ghosts and you're like what the fuck? It's like a shadow person. Yeah. You wake up with sleep paralysis in the middle yeah. of the night and my eyebrows are just in the corner and they're just still <laughs> away. Dude, the great plucking of the early 2000s really did a number on my face. We should have plucked our butthole hair. <laughs> Why didn't I? Why wasn't it something convenient that could, like, help me now in the future where, like, I'm ashamed of my dark butthole? You know, like, that's the one. People always say, like, you, there's a difference between confidence and conceitedness. And you need to, like, find more confidence and more self-esteem and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, you are hot, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, God bless me with a dark asshole and a hairy one at that so that I could stay humble. Yeah. And have the self-esteem of a five at best. You know, I used to, um, speaking of like body dysmorphia and modifications, yeah. I used to shave 
my arms. arm hair. Yeah. Look at how fucking blonde those are. Look I at- was convinced that people could see it. Yeah. These are clearer than my future. Yeah, man. That is a... People pay for this kind of hair in India. Yeah, I know it. And it's on my beautiful arms. And you shaved it. Yeah. That's why you just work good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, okay. So I am so ready for people to tell me about what we're talking on the podcast as if they're the expert. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, body dysmorphia isn't about shaving your arm hair. It's about, like, strict plastic well, procedures. I'm like, oh, this is a scientific podcast now. Yeah. As you know, with my PhD. Um, well, honestly... When you, so we're trying, we're going to be talking about one of the scariest topics I could think of. And Chelsea was like, Hey, have you ever heard of body integrity identity disorder? And I was like, Can't say I have. Well, I should back it up. First, she said, Let's talk about that thing where people like have to cut up themselves to like feel better and like super mutilation. And I was just like, Yeah, let's do that. Mutilation sounds pretty metal. That sounds like a perfect fit for spooktober and then i immediately started looking up like why do people mutilate themselves and then you were like oh it's actually like body integrity identity disorder is what i want to talk about yeah well because i had no idea that it was different i thought body dysmorphia is like literally when people just are unhappy with their bodies i think that's like the overarching definition yeah because body dysmorphia is like the people who are like oh i need to get plastic surgery and then they just keep getting plastic surgery until they look like a rat person yeah pillow face and body dysmorphia can also be like when you look in the mirror you see shallow hell but you're actually like a 92 pound girl like soaking wet like it's just everything looks different than reality feels different than reality i think is like the overarching theme here but before we get into this specifically, you brought up a Discord? Oh my god. Okay, so first of all, I went down a rabbit hole um, and I eventually in, I didn't infiltrate anything. It didn't really require any skill. But I found a community online mm-hmm. of people who have body ide- uh, integrity identity. Sort of. I'm so happy it, you have it on that screen because I'm not. Big just call it BID. It's BID. B-I-I-D. Uh, and okay. So first of all, this secret community, I went in there and I was like, hi, my name's Chelsea and I'm doing a podcast today. You let them know? Yeah. You didn't pretend to be one of them? Oh, fuck no. Oh my I'm God. I'm lawful good, bitch. I go in there guns blazing. I need your chaotic with evil. bullets of truth. And I was like, if anyone wants to talk to me about it. And a couple of people were like, no, we're very secretive about it. And while I was, like, investigating this online community, it actually sprouted from another bid community who uh, seemed less open about bid. So, apparently, um, kids talking about it, they don't like. So, they put, like, age restrictions on who yeah. can join the other community. Which actually brings me to this one um, I found. So, another place a little bit more public than a private fucking Discord channel. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of Reddit communities about it, and um, this, like, 14-year-old girl, like, typed into one, and she's just like, um, you know, I have fa- my fantasies are getting stronger and stronger about, like, removing the, like, right part of my leg below my knee. Um, I don't know what to do, and all these people are like, um, you know, you should seek therapy. It will... It won't help, but it'll ease the pain a little bit. Of course, the only thing that will help is a new body. And I'm like, what? 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 Like, that's just, you you can't say that to a fucking child. Like, it bothered me so much to see them. Like, it clearly some, like, 45-year-old dude who's, like, been dreaming about cutting his dick off for, like, 25 years telling, like, a little teenager. Like, you should get help, but, like, know that it won't help only cutting your fucking leg off well yeah and then also i think that um another thing that happens with the bid is people are so against uh body harm Mm -hmm. and the way that they define it so some of these people will do uh they'll take dry ice and they'll put like dry ice on their legs so they can lose feeling in it or they'll role play so um, for example, one guy who wanted his hands to be gone would just put a whole bunch of gloves 
over his hands until they were like like rubber gloves or mm-hmm. you know surgical gloves until they he had like just two balled up fists of just surgical gloves so that he couldn't do anything and then he would go about his day in his house and uh people are like fucking weird with it because there's one community who's like don't do anything don't like try to get it treated but don't hurt yourself and then there's the other community who's kind of like this is congenital i've had it since birth and the only way to get rid of it is to do something to either harm myself enough that a doctor has to amputate it or amputate it myself Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like um like who are we to judge if they're adults but like a 14 year old we allow 14 year olds to have gender identity Mm -hmm. like why can't we let them have like body identity like if you want something to not be a part of you anymore it's so it's like my only exposure to this type of uh whatever we want to call it um fetish identity disorder whatever um was like watching dudes like literally fillet their dicks um online and i also have seen like fetish porn with people who are like amputees and like yeah. it's a whole like that's Dude, my exposure to the, it like 4chan pain olympics mm-hmm. where you just gotta see the how far olympics. in that you exactly. could go see i didn't really find anything sexy in my adventures so with i this. kind of did you went down a, a different it's hole. a different thing altogether but i did find some about what you're talking about um, so I want to hear more about this Discord group, but one of the stories that kind of got a little bit of um, popularity and even was on local Salt Lake City Fox News was, uh, the title was, woman says she's happier, happier than ever after fulfilling lifelong dream of being blind. So her name <gasps> is Jewel. She's oh my 30. God. What, I think Raleigh. I fucking pulled up. I think I watched an entire documentary about her. Oh is my her God. name Jewel Shooping? Shooping, yep. Bitch. Yeah. Let's turn it out. As a teenager, um, Shooping said she began wearing thick black sunglasses and walking with a cane. By the age of 20, she was fluent in Braille. So let's just break apart that sentence. She Her her bid is that she wants to be blind. From a, from childhood, she says that she felt more comfortable. Like, yeah. Co- like, pretending she to be blind. She used to stare into the face of the sun for as long as possible because... She, she heard, heard that, that old wives tell that if you did it, you would go blind. Mm-hmm. So she would just sit there and neurotically just take it in. Yeah. Also, I mean, I'm not trying to judge on any of this, but how can you be fluent in Braille? Doesn't that... You're not... Like, she's fluent in the alphabet. She just puts it together. Be fluent in the alphabet, like... What is Braille, but just alphabet... alphabet I don't know why I think, like, fluent means, like... Seeing, speaking, speaking, writing. She can speak in dots. She can speak in dots is what I prefer over fluent and braille. I don't know why fluent and braille bothers me so much. Like what? Anyway. Anyway, she was obsessed with being like cosplaying as a blind person since she was a kid. She calls it, called it, don't mean to give that away. I was blind swimming, which is pretending to be blind, but the idea kept coming up in her head. By the time she was 21, it was like a nonstop alarm going off. Like, I read another guy talking about wanting to remove his arm as like an itch, like an itch you can't scratch. Like, it's such a neurotic pain and uncomfortableness. So I'm assuming like she kind of felt the same. Also, this is where the story takes a turn. Feel free to interject if you have any other information. So in 2006... Jewel, good old friend, fluent Braille, found a psychologist who was willing to help her become blind. The psychologist began putting numbing drops in her eyes, followed by a couple of drops of drain cleaner. I don't, I don't think she found a psychologist in 2006. I believe she found like the early adopters of like human centipede, like who that was based off of. Like I just. No psycho- psychiatrist is going to be, like, putting Drano in your I fucking know, eyes. This is Europe, right? Is that like they're... <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking weird over there. <laughs> that was the most fucking Republican-ass shit. Well, this is Europe, so we don't know how their mental health works. They could just put Drano in their eyes. What the fuck? 
wouldn't you be more like playing fast and loose with your physical health if you had free health care too? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Oh wait, we're real talk. So she originally like was googling the most pain-free yet effective ways of going blind, and she originally was going to try lie. Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good idea. idea. But, but it was more painful, and then so she was like, well, I don't really want to, like, go through the process of procuring industrial strength lye. I'll just use the drain cleaner. So she finds a psychiatrist or, like, what, what did you call it? Was it a psychotherapist? Psychologist. A psychologist who put them in her eyes, and then they just hung out for a half hour and then took her to the hospital. And then the next day... How is that um, a psychologist? The next day she woke up, she could kind of see a fuzzy outline of the TV, so she was very upset that she could still see. But as, like, time progressed, her vision got worse. But let me tell you, um, I took when I took Abnormal Psych at Weber State, the teacher, we, were going, we weren't talking about this specifically, but he did say that there was a small subset of suicidal people who the only treatment for them is suicide i wonder if there's like fringe psychiatry where it's like if you're not hurting anybody mm-hmm. then fucking do it Ugh, i guess man what a cop out though i just like this is ultimate libertarianism absolutely it's just anarchy it's like fucking do it it literally is it literally is straight anarchy and like in a way i can respect it i just wouldn't call this person a psychologist yeah, i don't know what that's about <laughs> Because she was also like, when I went to a psychologist who helped me with it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And then she mentioned she had only seen him for two weeks. Yeah, they didn't help her with anything. They just helped her put Drano in her fucking yeah, eye. In my experience with therapy, uh, the first time is filling out paperwork. And then the second time is like procuring the shit, like a journal and what color of pens you like and mm-hmm. you're done that's a two-week appointment as far yeah, as i know that's a thousand percent a two-week appointment a two-week appointment is filling out paperwork realizing that your insurance doesn't cover anything getting upset that you're then going to have to pay a hundred dollars to fill out paperwork coming back the next week and then being like so did you happen to write down your dream journal yeah, and you're like, no, and they're like, work on that more and be kind to yourself. And I'm just like, oh God. Um, I've never had anyone offer to put Drano in my fucking eyes. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm the real. Um, I'm a true bitch. You're a real psychologist. So uh, she said, it hurt. Let me tell you, my eyes were screaming and I had some drain cleaner going down my cheeks, burning my skin. But all I could think was, I'm going blind. It's going to be okay. It took about half a year for the damage to take effect. One of her eyes had to be removed, and the other had glaucoma and cataracts so she could get that fucking weed card, baby. Um, She told her family that it was all an accident, but they eventually found out the truth. Her mother and sister are no longer speaking to her. Which is wild. Like, if you're a sister... Your sweet, adorable little sister. My Jesus uh, sister, yeah. Blinded herself. Would you just be like, I'm mad at you? Um, no. I would definitely put her into an institution. I don't understand cutting someone off. <laughs> Get it? Cutting someone off. She's blind. She's blind. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. That was a solid pun. That was solid. I... Um, no need to, uh... See that one through. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for the people I talk to who are gonna listen to this and think I'm not taking them seriously. I'm like okay. literally talking to somebody right now. If you oh hear the click clacking. My god, I'm so excited. Okay, fuck Jewel. She got too much PR for this. That's why we're roasting her. She was too out and proud. Like, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. she's making a flag about it. Mm-hmm. I want to know about these people okay. on your secret Discord group and the one outlier who came to you as a scab to tell you the insider details. So, as far as I have understood it, um, there is there's kind of like two communities a bit. There's the one that's like, all right, it's something that we have to live with, but we're not going to act on it. And then there's the other people who are like, we're all surviving. You kind of got to do what you got to do. Um, I'm in the secret discussion that's the you gotta do it, you gotta do group. And the one of the moderators actually removed their own foot. Oh, like, shit! Yeah. How? Uh, they mangled it with... What? 
Oh yeah, that's the other thing because sometimes pe- the these uh, I don't people who have bib or whatever they want to call themselves, um, they'll like you were saying earlier. Some of them will completely take if they choose to try to get it off, like mm-hmm. removed. They'll try to do it themselves, or they'll just fuck it up hard enough that a doctor has to then deal with it. Yes. So I believe that's what happened with uh, the person who runs this group, and uh, and then felt better. Like that's the thing is every story I read about people who have gotten it removed, either themselves or mangled it so much. Another yeah. thing that like this guy who I was reading an article about. He got scammed. So they call them gate gatekeepers, which is a silly name. Um, but they're supposed to be the people who give you, like, the, the tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, a gatekeeper in one of his groups, told him, like, there's this doctor who will forge a letter saying that you need the surgery. You just got to pay him $20,000. TLDR, it was a scam. So um, there's, like, the people who, um, like, fucking put like dry ice on it yeah or this guy put it started injecting um alcohol yeah and he said that he could feel it he could feel the alcohol drying in his muscles and he was like oh my god i'm so excited yes it's, my leg will be gone and then in eight hours it was like fine yeah and it feels better and they're disappointed yeah and they like try to wrap it like yeah they'll like bend their leg up and wrap it super tight so it looks like they're an amputee but then it hurts it's yeah. like they're not into pain or mm-hmm. it's so okay so it's like getting rid of it and yeah like all of the cases where people have successfully taken them off which is what i was getting at before they uh they feel better afterwards and then they're done it's they're, like they it's have over. to live with the so this guy he said that his main fallout was um is like kind of the ptsd of having to like saw through mm-hmm. his own leg and he said that the images of that do bother him and then um just kind of like the recovery of something so traumatic has been worse, has been the worst part of it. Not the actual, like, not having a foot anymore. So he has been kind of, um, I don't want to say a cheerleader for it, but just like, this was my experience and being open and honest with it. And so he was starting to get flack for telling people like, yeah, I did it myself and I feel better. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, people in the bid community did not like that because I also feel that there's probably a subset of people in the bid community who are like armchair activists against self-harm. Yeah. Who are like, no, don't do it. Your life is so much better. And then there's the other fringe that's just like, well, fuck you. If I want to remove something, I'm an adult human and I can do it. Yeah. It's such like a fringe group in general that, of course, all of the subsets in it are so polarizing. Right. And they're based off of what I saw, like in commenting threads in the groups. It feels like there's a little area that's like they're anti you doing something about it, but only because they know that they never could. Yeah, because it's also sounded like there's people who have it. It's like a scale, right? There's some people who are like, um, well, I have it, but just the inconvenience of cutting off my arm. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, my entire life, mm-hmm. I in my entire identity, my entire profession, I have to have both. Yeah. So when I get home, I'll role play it, not having it, but when I'm at work, I just gotta have it. And then there's other people who are like, I literally cannot function. Like Can it. you imagine that type of role play? Like, I think it's annoying if someone, it's not annoying. If this is how you keep your sexual life, like, fun, flirty, and whatever. This is even like good. sexy role play. Yeah. This is just like, I'm gonna bind my arm to my side and then just proceed yeah. about cleaning my home. Well, that's the whole thing, like. There's people out there who are like, I want you to dress up in a maid's costume and then clean the house with no panties. And I'm like, that is so much to ask for. Yeah. And then these motherfuckers, and the, the goal at the end of that is like to get fucked. These motherfuckers out here just like inconveniencing themselves, like taking 45 minutes to dust off the entertainment center because they're playing like fucking bedroom fetish time. I'm going to tape my arm to my fucking... Mm-hmm. side so i can't move it because i don't want an arm anymore like damn that's just so exhausting uh, yeah and it's so weirdly stigmatized that people are like totally scared to talk about it which i don't kind of get because i feel like it's harmless Eh, i mean it's a little judgy i mean that bitch's fucking sister and mom stopped talking to her because right? she put drain on her eye to be fair that is a little wild but um, like do you know about the south park game where uh the most recent south park game that came out 
you raise the difficulty of the game by becoming a blacker character. Like, depending on how dark your skin is, the game becomes harder. That's like these people. (laughs) That's like these people. Like, they were born, like, totally, like, fucking cisgendered, white male, middle class, like, got a college degree, has a successful job, is like a bank teller. And I want to cut both my legs off. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? My life sucks until my legs are gone. Well, and even um, Bid, it it isn't just even, like, limb removal, like, Julie Jewel. It doesn't matter. She burned out her eyes, and then there's other people who it's, like, being, uh, one guy found, wanted to be paraplegic, mm-hmm. and then another one wanted to, um, sever part of her spine. I saw that one. She's like, I want doctors to sever my spine. I'm like, what? Yeah, so they can be in a wheelchair forever. And so, but she was getting fucking death threats from people about it who were like, I'm gonna fucking, like, I'll come and I'll, like, fuck you up. I'll, I'll, like, slit your spine so that you're really, like, hurt. And it's like, why? I mean, sounds like she kind of wants us. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's also, um, so I understand, uh, like, cultural appropriation, etc., but some of the comments were like, I was a born paraplegic. How dare you, like, try to appropriate my illness? And it was just kind of like, come on. Yeah. That's... She's not. It's, you know, it's so different for me than, like, I find, like, blackface so offensive. Mm-hmm. I don't find someone who genuinely wants, has, like, bid, who wants to be in a wheelchair, what have you, offensive. It would be shitty for someone to, like, you know, get in a wheelchair so they can get on the rides faster at Disneyland for yeah. the sake of doing it. Like, it's so different. Like, why are people so mad about it? Yeah. If they're going to cut their legs off to be in a wheelchair, good on them. Yeah. Good for, you're really do, You're really committing to Bitch, I've been trying to lose weight for years. Mm-hmm. If I, I could that. just snippety-snip off that yeah. my pinky toe's been side-eyeing me like a motherfucker <laughs> all damn day. Get it off. <laughs> just fucking get rid of it. Stick like, of it. They're not necessarily, like, if they actually go through with it and they're not, like, cosplaying it with duct tape and, like, medical gloves, I'm like, yo, you're in it. Like, Nothing is more punk rock, really. Well, if you if you want to be disabled and, like, that's your thing in the whole entire world, more than anything, you want to be confined to a wheelchair, like, and then you do it, you, like, throw yourself in front of a bus to do that, then, like, you deserve that parking spot. Yeah. You know, you work for it. Yeah. All these other motherfuckers born with it. People are out here getting pregnant on purpose. Yeah. That's body dysmorphia. <laughs> I, hear, I agree with that. Like, I'd rather lose a limb than... Yeah, I definitely... Be responsible to a fucking ball and chain yeah. in the form of human life for no the rest thanks. of my existence. No, thank you. My um, pussy says no. Let me throw this one at you. Can't wait. That I found. Can't wait. Why do you think... Gender identity disorder and getting sex changes is so much more accepted than body integrity identity disorder getting treatment. I think it's more of like, uh, we're afraid of things that we don't understand. And I think, to be fair, gender identity and um, like sex changes, surgeries, like sex change surgeries, are becoming more understood by modern society and i think they like the difference like if i feel like my body is wrong and i want to make a cosmetic change to it why shouldn't i be able to pay for that i mean on paper they're essentially the same thing you are born into a body that you physically don't agree with and i think that the conversation around like um like this like a bottom or a top surgery in relation to gender identity is kind of the whole like that dips more into like gender as a spectrum and we because we're fucking caveman brained losers we've put gender into box a and box b you're either blue or you're pink but a lot of people fall in between and we have medical examples of this with you know people who are born intersex etc and so there's like more science to back that and then as well as like culture itself becoming more aware and willing to talk about it and accepting of it and by no means is it but it's it's happening more than it ever has and there have been examples of it um like essentially being trans throughout history um and in different cultures i don't think there's that same thing for people who are like, you know, my fucking left arm has been coming for me and I need to take it off. So it's interesting because um, when I was looking this up, 
gender identity disorder and this body integrity identity disorder start to kind of overlap in the scientific community Mm -hmm. where um, on both sides. So it's either respect people wanting to change their bodies through surgery Mm -hmm. or it's a slippery slope. We're going to allow X and we're going to go all the way down to where people are transabled is what it was called, where you want to physically disable yourself. Either by removing a leg or an arm or blinding. Well, I mean, I almost in a weird. I don't mean to get oddly Republican, but I like can feel the slippery slope with that. If you live in a country that offers assistance and money to people who are disabled, that's pretty. So I wish that I would just get money for being lazy. Yeah, I mean that's a little disabled. Um, (laughs) Mentally disabled there. So, fun fact, when I reached out into the secret group, I got a response. We will call them Leslie because that's a very gender-neutral name. Okay. They asked for total uh, anonymity. So, they are a trans person suffering with body integrity identity disorder. Jesus. Just and the shortest end of the stick there. Totally different. Life is rough. Yeah, totally different. Um, their mindset about it is completely different. Like, so when I was talking to them about it, I asked, since I was like, well, these are both technically congenital. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always known you were trans? Mm-hmm. And have you always known that you've had bid? So... Um, I don't know. I don't like they didn't give me much background on socioeconomic status or even where they're from, Mm -hmm. but they didn't know trans was a thing until they were 14 Mm -hmm. and then realized, oh, that fits what I am. Mm -hmm. So I, they just didn't really have a way of knowing what was going on in my body. Interestingly enough, their bid manifested through chronic pain Hmm. and eventually like it just got so much more extreme that they're in therapy now talking about bid. Yeah. But they have uh, obsessive thoughts about removing their leg. Below I the mean, knee, which seems really common. Yeah, the below the knee one is very common. I just, I almost can get behind that one. Like, if you have chronic pain in a limb, like, and yeah, fucking get rid of it. Isn't it so weird to think that there are people, well, not weird, it just sounds like a thought. That there are people with bid that all they want is to remove a limb. And then there are people who have lost limbs who all they do is think about how they, like, they think the limb is still there and they have, like, phantom grass is always greener. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. Well, like, these people think, they feel like it doesn't belong on them. They feel like it's, like, someone shoved it into them and was, like, now walk and live. Whereas other people who have lost limbs in some sort of tragedy or accident... Like, almost imagine in the same way that they the other people with it imagine it's gone, they imagine it's still there. Mm-hmm. And they can almost feel it. Yeah, like that phantom limb yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Isn't it just so weird that, like, those two things yeah. exist? Well, and the thing that was interesting is when um, Leslie brought up chronic pain. So I'm a chronic pain patient, and mm-hmm. I've never once, like... So I've, like, laid on, I've, like, induced pain, not in, like, a self-harm way, but in a, like, oh, this really fucking hurts, but it's, like, a different kind of pain. Or, like, even extreme working out, where mm-hmm. I'm, like, at least, like, X doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And I asked Leslie if that was their experience, that, like, is there a lot of self-harm in the community because you're just trying to get your mind off of it? And mm-hmm. they said that it's kind of, like, a progression where a lot of people in the bid community will start kind of harming the area trying to get like a quote unquote different kind of pain which mm. can eventually lead to them injuring it so badly that they have to remove it yeah yeah no it's like do you think you could ever go i don't know that's so hard because like i don't have bid like i don't think about like removing my jaw yeah but i mean it's... i'll lay on a scalding hot heating pad until i burn my face i feel that it's, man, it, it's so rough. It's like, it's hard to try to think about it because I can't even, in the realm, like, I can't even get close to what those feelings might be like every single day. Uh-huh. And it's just like, <laughs> initially, you want to be like, you need to seek m- mental health because, like, that's not, first of all, it's not okay to, like, wake up and feel 
miserable because like you feel like your hand doesn't belong on your body so much so that it prevents you from like really enjoying and dealing with everyday life like that's a fucking problem that's so unfortunate and it's like you want to say like go to therapy you know get help but in and then this is also where my like anarchist in a way like so libertarian it's not even funny like i it it reminds me of like the assisted suicide conversation mm-hmm. like people who choose euthanasia i mean i feel like i am pro that but only like like once other resources have been exhausted exactly yeah um and that even hurts to say a little bit uh, I know recently in the news there's the case of like that young girl, like 16 or something, 16 or 18, very young, who has just lived a life full of horrific, unspeakable traumas. And she's just like, you know what? This life just ain't for me. It's just yeah. not for me. I, you know, we all tried, gave it our best shot, high fives all around, big fan of all of you, but I just can't fucking do it anymore. And they were like, mm-hmm. and if you like read a little bit more about what her and what happened to her you'd be like you don't deserve to live with that every day and yeah. and she chose um to end her life with like an in an assisted way and i've also read stories about like older women this older woman and i think like probably sweden i'm assuming um who started to get really bad dementia and chose assisted suicide rather than like mm-hmm. she she wanted to it was empowering and i agree with that yeah. she was in her home surrounded by her kids and her friends and her family when she was essentially, like, for lack of a better word, like, put to sleep. Like, it was comfortable and painless, and she talked through it, and she was like, I'm starting to feel sleepy. Like, And then they're like, just relax. Let it go. We love you. And then that was it. And I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with that. So then it's like, am I a hypocrite then? For being, like, pro that and then also being, like, on the fence about, like, do we let people with bid, like, fucking cut their arms off if it causes them that much pain every day? I mean, I'm for it. Yeah? Like, if they go through the proper outlets, um... If all other options have been exhausted and they're of age and I also feel like there should be some form and then this is where like you know regulation pops its ugly head into it that's mm-hmm. like i'm doing the like basically saying i'm not gonna do this to try to take advantage of the system that's allowing me to yeah. you know what i mean yeah like i i'm agreeing the system that i'm in is allowing me to do this legally and safely mm-hmm. and by also signing this i'm saying that i will not then try to use the system for my benefit like for I mean, if they live in the United States, they're fucked anyway. They're not going to get any assistance whatsoever. I mean, true. A thousand percent. But, like, Um, I'm not going to come back and, like, sue and unemployment, disability, and blah, 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 because I chose this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I chose to be physically incapable of functioning in society in, you know, the capitalistic way type of thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you're very uh, Republican right now. I know, dude. You're like, don't name yourself for the system. Well, mostly, and I think about it less of a, it sounds Republican, I agree, but more of like a people who genuinely, truly need this, who are born disabled and never had a choice, struggle for help. And it would fucking keep me up at night to know that people who just daydream about cutting their arm off and then get to are then also taking those resources from them. True. Yeah. That's where I come at. But which uh, disability is more severe? The one who is born with it or the one who one who's born born with physically? it? One who's born with it. So let me, um, so mere minutes ago. Oh, God. Mere minutes ago, I was also contacted by another uh, person with it. We will call them Taylor. Great. I'm picking good gender neutral names. Yeah. Uh, so I asked, like, are you currently getting treatment for your for your bid disorder? Mm-hmm. And they said, this is a quote. I'm not. I'm currently seeing a therapist, but haven't brought it up yet. And I'm a bit afraid to. I ran into the whole confidentiality breach thing before involving self-harm. So I struggled to let myself talk about anything that could get me involved with forced hospitalization if they don't understand how I feel. 
and that if it's not a threat, then I'm going to cut it off myself or something. So what do you think about that? Oh, that's tough. That is tough, right? That is true. If it's self-harm, they can break the confidentiality and... Yeah, so how do you get treated for that then? You have to to suffer in silence. You have to find someone who specializes in it. But then you find the people who fucking quote-unquote specialize in it, and it turns into a $20,000 scam. Or they put Drano in your eye. Either way, it's not great. You should be able to talk about this shit. Because, uh... um, But if you are harming yourself... Man, what a fucking slippery fucking slope, dude. Yeah. This is a goddamn slip and slide full of astroglide. I just can't figure it out. Because that's the true scary thing. Yeah, and the, we, there's also, like, an inherent difference between somebody who's, like, self-harming for X reason and somebody self-harming because they have bid. Well, and if you have, if you're self-harming because you have bid and you put fucking dry ice on your fucking arm and then it, like, causes, like, some sort of clot and then you have a fucking heart attack, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, True, too. Like, I think that we have a responsibility to let people be open about their bullshit. For sure, a thousand percent. I think it's just such a... I mean, and I say fringe not knowing the numbers at all. And it seems like a lot of people who have this don't feel comfortable like coming forward with it. Like, ugh. But here we are back in the conversation of mental health being so tough to navigate through the channels already. Mm-hmm. Like, even just trying to find like a mental health professional who specializes in severe trauma is a fucking nightmare. Even, Imagine even generalized stuff. Yeah. You want to hear this goop? I have a goop story for so. you. After my mom died, mm-hmm. I was having uh, really shitty anxiety attacks. I maybe had like one <laughs> or two anxiety attacks in my whole life, which I feel like is pretty normal for people, but I was like just severe. So yeah. I go to my doctor mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, hey, my mom just died and I'm having crazy anxiety attacks, like fear of death, unable to sleep. And I haven't had anxiety attacks like this before, but they're just unending. Mm-hmm. So I need like Xanax. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me oh God, that it, this sounds like a problem I should talk to my gynecologist about. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, like hysteria. So I left his office. Oh walked God. downstairs to the like Instacare, went and talked to an Instacare like doctor down there. And I was like, if somebody doesn't give me fucking Xanax, I'm going to freak out. And he gave me seven Xanax to treat the sudden unexpected death of my mother. Seven. Oh my God. Which like, I'm not out here trying to like, you know, I was like, whatever. If you want to take Xanax, cause it makes you feel better. But I was like genuinely in need a fucking something. Yeah. And then that was during our, uh, that was during our slippery slope when we both got like, we both became baby alcoholics. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just drink it away then. A thousand percent. And then I was drinking and driving a lot. Same. And, uh, which is really shitty. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But fuck you. Yeah. I, that was me. Dude. That was my self-sabotage cutting a limb off. Dude. Sometimes we're forced into self-treatment. That's, that's true, though. You're not going to give me fucking Zannies. I'm going to go buy yeah. vodka at the liquor store. Well, a thousand percent. That's the whole, that's the, the other slippery slope of self-treatment. Like, same, same shit. Like, when, uh, because background for people don't know, um, when Chelsea's mom passed, it was around the same time that Jeff passed. And so we were both, like, down this dark. It was, dark- like, July and August. Mm-hmm. It was down this, like, dark path of um self-soothing because i was going to like a forced suicide survivors group that like and this is so weird to say like it felt like i didn't belong there because everyone else was like these horrific like oh uh this person was trying to blackmail my son with nudes so that he killed himself like i was like oh i don't belong here so then i like stopped going and started like self-soothing my exact same experience i had so my mom died from um a heart aneurysm mm-hmm. and i got recommended to like an al-anon thing mm-hmm. where people who have family members of like narcotics abuse it's like alcoholics anonymous but for families Mm -hmm. affected by it yeah so i was in there like 
oh, my mom dropped dead and I don't know what to do about it. And then another lady was like, oh, yeah, my husband got really drunk and tried to burn the house down, got partially lit on fire, shit himself, and then ran out into the street and got hit by a car and dragged for 30 feet. But he yeah. lived for three more days. And I'm in there like... Yeah. Who the fuck do I turn to? Yeah. And then you try to talk about it to people. And I think that's another thing that was like breaking my heart when I was talking to these people about it was I was like, well, who do, who do you talk to? And they're like, oh, this, this internet server. Yeah. And I'm like, that fucking sucks. That does Because suck. I think the only reason why we're able to talk about our trauma is like time has passed mm-hmm. and people are sympathetic to being a victim, mm-hmm. but people with bid aren't seen as victims, they're seen as perpetrators, which is that, bullshit. That's so true. No, it's so true. And then it just like it circles back into the chaotic tornado that is not just mental health care, but health care in general. Yeah. Mental health care is health care. If we struggle with that already, on top of our failing, horrible health care system, like these these people have no resources whatsoever. Yeah, so you can either get scammed out of like twenty thousand dollars and you can go buy dry ice, mm-hmm. numb your foot and saw it off, and then most people what happens is that they maim the limb to the point where a doctor cannot fix it. And yeah. then they try to call it an accident. Like one yeah. guy uh this is a different person, but who severed his foot and then held off, like put the foot in like a liquid, I can't remember what it was, but like a bucket of something mm-hmm. to destroy the foot enough that the doctors couldn't reattach it. So wild, dude. And then they, yeah, and then they tell their family members this happened in a, an accident. But then in the bid community, they're like, oh, my God, fucking relief. It's, it's like anorexia, those anorexia communities, yeah. you know, where they give you, like, tips on how to fucking do it. Yeah, how because, to do it and get away with it. Yeah. Man, what a fucking time. I'd be curious, too, to see, like, how far back, like, this goes, like, if there have been any reported cases, like, over... Like, throughout history, you know what I mean? Like, the first mention I found was a 1977 article by Greg Firth and John Money, and they said it was primarily sexually oriented, which I could not find at all. I well, I know that there is some welcome sexy times bitch. into it. But welcome, bitch. Let could me you tell imagine you. if somebody said depression was sexually motivated, though? Wouldn't you just be fucking mad? Yeah, I'd be like, the last anyway, thing I want to do is depression okay, have so, sex. I just want to preface this next part with Uh-oh. I read this accidentally on Noelle's computer <laughs> and I'm still affected. So, so please go ahead with this. And be so upset that I accidentally closed all 20 <laughs> of the quotes and I only have one. I hope it's the one I read. Is so it? this is, I don't know, man. We'll find out. I, this is my rabbit hole. Whereas Chelsea went down a rabbit hole of talking to what I would say is victims and survivors of bid. I was like... You just went to Pornhub. <laughs> I was like, why do people like to cut off their penis for fetish stuff? Um, oh, and here we are. Hell yeah. So uh, there's kind of two here. Uh, acrotomophilia and apotonophilia. You know, I can't say that last one because it's got an N and an M and an O. So good luck. So the first one is um, in which an individual expresses strong sexual interest in amputees and the counterpart is the sexual interest in being an amputee, which would be the the apotonophilia. Apotonophilia. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> it's fine. That's like that's like what a word rhymes or something. Can I interject before? <laughs> Can, <laughs> An onomatopoeia is just like pow, boom. <laughs> Oliver has I fucking every time I mention Oliver on the podcast people need to take a drink Oliver has a friend who doesn't have a hand but they were born with it I think it was one of those things have they put it in someone's pussy no oh (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) he will come up to you and he'll be like he'll ask you a question and then you'll start to answer and you go talk into the mic (laughs) stump in their face and then as they start to talk he will just put it in their mouth He's got an onomatopoeia. He's got an onomatopoeia. I don't know what his name is. We'll call him Carl. Okay, so so I'm going to tell you about a Russian who has has the onomatopoeia. (laughs) Um, When when Dennis, Dennis, whose whose name has been changed to protect his identity, 
was four years old. He had a nightmare that he remembers to this day. Dressed in black leather, he saw himself kneeling before some strange woman, and she was whipping him with all of her strength. But the main thing about Dennis's dream was that he had no legs. That night, the pain of the beating and the powerful excitement of seeing his legs and stumps, he awoke and was like, yo, this is my favorite thing in the whole entire world. He said it wasn't until many years later that he understood the vision's sexual nature. Because it went from like a dream where he was like, that got me so fucking hard I could carve an ice sculpture to like, I don't think I'll ever be as hard as I was in that dream unless I have no legs and I'm getting whipped by a woman in What's that old uh, medieval torture device where they would like put women on it naked and it was like a pyramid and it would just slowly like go mm. up into their vaginas? What is that? The There's like the apple one. It's like a donkey. Some, man. Great. Imagine, anyway, what I'm getting at is imagine sitting on his stump and then it just tearing you in half. <laughs> That's the new Saw movie. Um, as a teenager, while his parents were away at work, he role-played as a disabled person. So here we go. He'd tie his legs up, slip on homemade prosthetics, and he would just limp around his family at their house in St. Petersburg. He would use crutches and fantasize about a circumstance in which he could lose his limb. Um, and then this got him sexually aroused. So he, he would, would also mix this with an attraction to people without legs um, and also wanting the removal of his own limbs. limbs. So, so he was playing both sides of the coin. He was yeah, in, onomatopoeia. He had yes. onomatopoeia yeah. and acrotomophilia. A gobblobble. <laughs> <laughs> he had opotinophilia. Oh my God, he could have just gotten his legs removed and then just gotten off on himself. And, um, you know, I Pornhub will also tell us that there are people who are way into the stump thing, which that's why I asked if your friend with no hand had put it inside of someone's vagina, because, like, that's a, that is a thing for sure. It's what, if you think it, people will come. Inquiring minds want to know. I, don't, I haven't actually spoken to him, so I've never been um, mouth-poked by his stump, but... Time to shine. Yeah. Time to shine. I'm going to run into him later now, and he's going to be like, you fucking talking about me? And then I'll go to answer, and he'll just slice <laughs> right you just my mouth. walk up with your mouth agape. Yeah. Um, so on the automatopoeia. <laughs> Someone's going to be so offended. Oh, absolutely. Um, there, there was like a whole basically like, uh, it wasn't like Pornhub, but it was more like fanfic. And, and I, I just, I had, had some excerpts from them. Um, the first one was, <clears throat> When my girlfriend comes hopping out of the bathroom with her beautiful stump protruding six inches below her baby doll nighty, my cock immediately roars to attention. You're welcome. <laughs> Just date a man. They have little stumpies that hang out from the middle of their nightgowns. <laughs> Speaking of, unrelated, uh, I read this now, you have to. 23, female. I have constant obsessive fantasies about cutting off my partner's penis and testicles and playing with them after they're cut off. It started back in my early teens. I've always found the idea of taking away some guy's masculinity, masculinity super hot. Sometimes I masturbate simply to the thought of grabbing a knife and cutting my boyfriend's nuts and or penis away while he lays there helpless. The idea of shoving a cut-off penis inside of me also turns me on very much, especially if the guy would be there just watching. Yeah, okay, Lorraine, stop it. <laughs> the like, fantasies like have been getting stronger and stronger over the years, and I'm afraid one day I might act. Some days, it's literally all I can think about. I don't know why I'm sharing this here, but I'm definitely not trolling, just worried. I'm fine with fantasies, but this is getting stronger each day. Yeah, that's Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt was a hero. This is Lorena Bobbitt. You know? But sexy. This is the porn Lorena Bobbitt. Does that, does that count as an onomatopoeia? This is Lorena Bobbin Weeman. I don't know because she has, see, she has a dangerous bid where she just wants to fuck up everyone else. Yeah. That's but is true. like attracted to a stump. If you want a guy without a dick, just date a butch lesbian. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. They will also toy with your emotions oh, mercilessly. 
<laughs> oh man, that's that's one appendage Chelsea wishes she could cut off. <laughs> Heartache. <laughs> the memories of that relationship. Oh jeez. Oh that's, man, that's what the well booze are for. You know what? Thank you so much for reaching out to this community. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I'll I'll thank myself for watching the porn that it has tied to it. Yeah, tell yeah. Jake to watch out because now it's in your head. Yeah, you know, I was afraid of this because um, I'm a very suggestible young gal, and I've been uh, reading a lot of gang stalking stuff. And what the fuck do these two say? That <laughs> I didn't even do It's in a similar tier of the flat Earth where I read enough about it where I was like. Fuck, where someone was like, I'm like, I know the earth is flat. And then with gang stalking, you just I'm said, like, I know the earth is flat. Oh my god, that was such a Freudian <laughs> slip. I know the earth is round. I know the earth is round. Uh huh. Oh my god, the I earth is round. You. <laughs> just, I believe you. I believe you. The earth is round. Mm-hmm. What if it isn't gang stalking? There's a lot of white cars on the road today. And then this could not could not relate. I tend to like kind of thank get very God, immersed. dude. Thank yeah. God. This is the one thing that people would cut me off for. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Oh my god. Um, I just can't compute. I saw other things where like um it's apparently women are getting their pinky toes removed so they can wear high heels more I comfortably. Mean, I fucking feel that shit. And another lady uh cut her name is Taurus Reynolds cut off part of her pinky with bolt cutters because she thought it would be cute. I bet it was. You know, as a fucking monster of a size nine who is five four says my doctor i've been telling people five five this whole time um it's a struggle yeah and you got that miley cyrus body with those beyonce attitude feet it's a bummer man <laughs> just thick you know big. i can't hang it's expensive and it's not cute so <clears throat> if i wasn't such a pussy i probably would have taken my pinky off by now so i feel you yeah i mean we can always drain out it I need to go find a psychologist who's willing to put Drano on my I have my a minor toes. in psychology. I mean, you probably, probably have the same yep. certification same. as the person you drain on her eyeballs. Apparently, if you have just like a piece of printer paper and a crayon, you can also be a doctor. Yeah. Anyone dumb enough to get a liberal arts degree can do it. Yeah. There you go. You just got to go move to London where apparently they don't practice medicine and absolutely no dental care as we know. Yeah. And uh, just start putting drain on people's eyes so they figure it out. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, not in my eyes. I honestly can relate with a girl who wants to, like, de-dick a guy. Because there are plenty of guys that would de-dick. Oh, I feel that, too. I would love to probably de-dick a guy. I just would be like, aw, now what? How would you do it? I would want... Okay, I... Let's hear it. Let's hear I it, Lorena. All right. <coughs> Third, okay. Just... Get into the like the okay. ambiance and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. There's a man, uh-huh. and he's walking down the road, and he hears him behind him, and he turns and looks, but uh-huh. nobody's there. This is like an isolated city. Like okay. think of a uh, Twenty Fifth Street, Ogden. He's walking down Twenty Fifth Street, Ogden, uh-huh. but nobody's there. Population three. Yeah, and then like a, a leaf blows across the ground. He's like, "Was it a fucking leaf?" And then like a trash can tips over, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he turns, and it's just like a friendly little Ogden raccoon. And he's like, "Oh man, I really need to get home. Like it's been a long day, but he, you know, he just kind of feels like someone's watching him, and uh-huh. then." In like a street light, he sees someone and like all like doused in the light with like the street lamp, and he's kind of eyeballing it. But that's just a fucking ruse because I slip up behind him and I take my watch. It's a it's a double oh seven watch, and I fucking pull out the thing where the wire comes out, and uh-huh. I wrap it around his wiener, and then I go. Oh. And he's screaming bloody murder. Oh, so you make little little hot dog pieces when people cut them up to put on macaroni. Kind of, yeah, but just one like, with it. Like instead of strangling him. I, I, I de-dick him with the, the string, and then he'll ask I imagined why. it in a coil, but you just have it a quick, like a noose made of, kind of sharp yeah, just wires. A, a single wrap around, okay. and then just shloop! Got it. Like a cigar cutter, and then as he's mm. laying there bleeding, mm-hmm. he can be what? He'll just be like, why? And then I would say something nonsensical to like throw the trail off and be like, KGB waits for no one, and then I leave. Oh, I like that. That's you know, I, I like do. that. That was good. I don't... I like the raccoon thrown in there for no reason as well. That was nice. To distract I thought you, you were going to like train the raccoon to like <laughs> yeah. bite dicks off. Yeah, and then the um, raccoon can eat the wiener on the road. I, you know, I like but that. But it'd be a clean cut. You could probably get it surgically reattached. That's the problem. You can't. 
Um, I would definitely want it to be more of like a like first original saw type of situation where it's that essentially like what is that like a bear trap yeah a bear trap that's on a timer and their dick is in the middle of it and their balls are in a separate one a smaller one mm-hmm. and he has to make a he has to commit to you in public even better <laughs> He has to, like, call every ex and apologize truthfully and sincerely, and he's on a lie detector as well, like, hooked up for being a piece of shit and telling them that they're queens who deserve to be worshipped. And then every time he lies, which will be every time, it just goes until it snaps Would you rather apologize to your exes or de-dick them? De-dick them all day, every day. Yeah. Apologize for what? Being perfect? Yeah. I I personally have never done anything wrong. You know? Maybe be maybe being too trusting. Yeah. Being uh, you know, being too sincere, maybe. Yeah. Being too ready to commit emotionally. Having committed emotionally and realizing it was all a lie. I know we're talking about this because we're both probably in the best relationships we've ever been in. I know. That's why, because we still need something to complain about. I know. What am I gonna complain about? I so you start need to thinking about uh, chopping your fucking arm off. Yeah, know? I have been by. Oh, you know what? I have body identity integrity. <laughs> there you go. I have body. bed disorder about uh-huh. my bangs because I want to fucking cut them, but I know that the burden will be too great once it happens. Welcome to my hell, man. The moment I cut them, I felt liberation. And then the first time they got greasy and I had to exclusively wash them in the sink, I was like, it's uh, not worth it. My forehead's too big and it's also very greasy. What the fuck do you think this thing is? Do Look at this. It's a nice quaff. It's not a quaff. I've got a seven head. I've got a landing strip. <laughs> Dude, it's a $5 cab ride from my eyebrow to my hairline. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, so I, I, they have ones that you can like clip on. Oh, that's whack. You know, I'm with the people with bid. Put the dry ice on it or shut the fuck up. <laughs> have you seen the people online who, like, do their hair in a high pony and then they, like, pull the ends of their hair down? Who, like, fucking Kim Jong-un? Yeah, the and then they that? wrap it. So it looks like they have a messy bun, but part of the, the hair has come out to, like, you know, like, give you a fake bang. Fuck that. I'm no wishy-washy. Cut it or leave. I would definitely be on the cut it or leave side of... Do you think bid. Penguin from Batman Universe has some sort of bid? Because he's kind of Penguin himself. Uh, what if he, like, cut his fingers and then sewed them back together to give himself, like, wings? I'd count it. The little penguin hands. I, I, you know, and speaking of Batman, th- that was a good segue. I am so confused about how I feel about Joker. It has nothing to do with bid. I have identity I mean, disorder about I have identity Joker. disorder about it. Without spoiling it, because last time we talked about a movie, people shit their fucking bricks. No, I just want everyone to know that Rosebud is the name of his sled. How's that for a spoiler movie? Motherfucker. <laughs> um, did you like it? I loved it. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, that's a hot um, take. I don't know how I feel about it as a quote-unquote Joker origin. It's not. I know that if it were just a generic Quentin Tarantino movie, I would be bored. Whoa. Because it was very flat with sprinkles of violence. That hurts my feelings. Yeah. I loved it. There wasn't a thing I wouldn't critique about it. I even liked that at the end, you're like, did this even happen? What's real? What's not? I did predict the movie in my Joker article from months ago. So I do feel like... uh, Well, I mean, if you've read The Killing Joke, then you know that that should always be the the premise. But uh, the thing that I liked about The Killing Joke was the... an insanity I could not identify with. The Joker's insanity in the movie is something we see every day. The... The... Killing joke is kind of like a if bad things happen to you so much that you choose to be a bad person. Because well, it's it. one bad day. This guy, Arthur, his life was just shitty. But we all know that dude, don't we? Don't we all know the, the guy who's a little too nice, a little too weird, doesn't know how to dress or laugh, and who thinks that he is the goddamn bee's knees, mm-hmm. God's gift to whoever. And I mean, that's not, the whole they don't live up to the Yeah, so... Uh, a Joker we know. Mm-hmm. Don't I think that's where I'm wrapping my mind around it. I don't want a sympathetic Joker. I don't find him sympathetic at all. I mean... Oh, when he's getting beat up in the very beginning, like, and uh, those kids are kicking him, oh, I felt horrible. Uh, or when he's, like, dancing at the hospital. I, 
I still don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I liked it or if I disliked it. Uh, I think I really need to sit down to analyze it. I liked it a lot. But and I, I, liked, I think it's a fine movie. I liked the sprinkles of violence. And I also mm. loved how he was sending, there was a message like he was sending throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie and they never honed in on it. They let yeah. it just like unravel naturally rather than like, I I guess with like DC and most specifically Marvel movies, it's this hand-fisted plot points, jokes, and themes mm-hmm. where this was so subtle that you literally leave the movie being like, I was just incepted. You know, like what? Ha- what was it subtle though? Because all of his shit was so in your face. I mean, he's an unreliable narrator, so you do have to kind of decide what's real and what isn't. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. I I am a fan of Walking Phoenix. I think it was a good movie. Uh-huh. I don't think there was anything wrong with the movie, and I think that's why I'm having a hard time. You know, when you go to a, like a scary movie, and then it's like really good, and then Indiana Jones is you, and the aliens come out at the end, and you're yeah. like. I mean, that's how, kind of like the that's how I felt about Midsummer. Yeah, and you, I guess that's probably yeah. Midsummer also one of those like very flat, slow build movies. Sprinkles of violence. The that's sprinkles like, and violence of violence in Midsummer almost didn't make sense to me. The sprinkles and of violence in Joker, they made me laugh. But that yeah, but that's Genuinely. like a trend right now, right? With like horror films or dark films. Yeah. Very um, like it's it is less in your face because we are a more educated audience mm-hmm. just so you know it doesn't have to be so like spoon fed mm-hmm. but i don't know how i feel about it i do want to really talk about it i want to talk about it with spoilers but we might have to wait a little bit for that because it uh, we can always throw it on patreon and put a fucking warning on it that we're going to spoil it because i there's like one scene in particular that just i think about it and i laugh every day since i've seen it it's so good we should Patreon spoil it. Guess we're gonna have to. Should we just end this now and then do a quick Patreon? Got we have to. See you on fucking Patreon. Bye. Hey, That's how this ends. <laughs>